Welcome back to Pop Cannon, guys. This is episode 25. I'm Jordan. I am Robert. I'm Andrew. I'm Brian, and we're finally old enough to rent a car. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Accessibility. So uh, we're here to talk about a, uh, a TV show this week, an entire TV show, not just the pilot episode of a TV show, and that is Remington Steel. <laughs> That's right, we all binged Remington Steel over the weekend. And... <laughs> a show that was referenced multiple times in the show we're actually going to discuss. Remington Steel Part 2. <laughs> no, this episode is all about Amazon's The Boys. That's right, The Boys, uh, developed by Eric Kripke of Supernatural Success. Mm. Oh, there you go, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, another awesome like concept for a television series. And uh, I, I hate to say it, it is a joint venture between both Amazon and Sony. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can you put in a dramatic sting at that dun, point, dun, Jordan? Dun. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, and also also executive produced by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen of, you know, uh, all of those awesome sense. movies. And then also Preacher. Which I have not watched one episode of. Uh, Heard it's really good. adapted by comic books written by Garth Ennis. Yes. Um, Boys specifically was written to out-preacher preacher. preacher. (laughs) Was, I think, his direct quote, which is like, you know, the extreme violence and sex and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, which was definitely present in the series as well. The Amazon series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a bunch of great creative minds coming together. And this insanity (laughs) that we got was just that. Pure insanity. Uh, Initial thoughts. (laughs) Show was wild, dude. It was was like, it was, it was so good, but it was just fucking banana pants. Like, (laughs) yeah, I agree. Um, It was, you know, I had first seen the trailer months ago, and I was like, I'm watching that. I don't I don't know what it is, but I'm watching that. It's got Carl Urban. Uh, it's got a baby shooting blue laser beams out of its eyes. That was in the trailer, in the first trailer. I was like, I'm fucking watching that. I have no <laughs> idea what it is. And Andrew, when I when I had said in the chat, like, oh, the, they're doing something called The Boys, and you're like, oh, I don't know about that. The comic's not that great. So I was like, oh, ooh, well, maybe it won't be good, but I'm still watching it. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I wasn't huge on the comic. Uh Full disclosure, I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll pick it up again now that I really enjoyed the series, but it was just kind of... I don't know, something that... I don't know. It just didn't didn't really mesh well with me, I guess. It was it was very, like, out-preachering preacher. I want to, you <laughs> know, graphic... Going for the shock factor, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, like, which, I, thumbed, you know. I thumbed through the uh, collected edition over the weekend, uh, and... Like the very first page in the very first uh, word bubble, it was like something, 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 cunt. So like, page one, this is because it was probably Butcher saying it, right? I'm fairly certain, yeah. Because he drops the word cunt a lot. (laughs) And yeah, Yeah. what a performance from Carl Urban as Billy Butcher. He's the fucking best. (laughs) Yeah, dude. He was a huge selling point for me in watching it because, I mean, you know. For only about half of us, this will make sense. He was great in Lord of the Rings. Uh, and for more of us, it'll be even more sense that he was great as Judge Dredd. Um, yeah. 
He was perfect as Judge Dredd. Yeah, he really was. I've actually so, never seen that movie. Oh, oh, that will have to be remedied at some point. We could do an S1E1 on the first scene of that movie, <laughs> and you could decide whether or not you want to watch the <laughs> It'll be a 10-minute episode. It's not, it's not how that works. It's not how any of that works. <laughs> um, Andrew, what were your initial thoughts on the show? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I was pretty... I was captivated from the beginning, and it was... The world they set up felt a little different than the one from the comics, in a way that, you know, I mean, it's still grim and dark and everything, but not as grim and dark, if you can believe that. Um, I like the characters. I think the development was pretty good. The special effects were great. I, I enjoyed it. And as the series, or the season progressed, and just shit started to ratchet up and up and up, I found myself, like, tensing more and more and, like, leaning in further to the screen. And, yeah, mm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, uh, I... After I watched uh, um, when it first came out, I read like maybe the first ten issues online, um, and I'll I'll keep reading it because it was I actually am into it. Um, yeah, th- there's a lot of there's a lot that lines up that it is a de- it is definitely a different take on it than what's in the comics. But I think that enough yeah. is in there that it feels like it's pretty uh, it's a pretty good spiritual you know um, homage at least if not adaptation. So yeah. right off the top. Um, we get introduced to Huey Campbell, played by Jack Quaid. Which is so uh, nuts. That's Dennis Quaid's kid. Yeah. Because he looks as soon like as a his young name Dennis popped Quaid. Up, as as <laughs> soon as shit. I saw the name Jack Quaid pop up, I was like, holy shit, it all makes sense because yeah. look at him. Yeah, it's yeah. him and uh, Meg Ryan is his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So uh, both of both of his parents are like really successful actors. So it kind of makes sense. And instantly I was, I was very charmed by him. I thought he was really good. He at was portraying Huey. Um, we Huey Campbell. Yeah. And he just yeah. kind of stole the scene except for when his girlfriend got taken <laughs> out by a train, got burst <laughs> into a, uh, puddle of blood and bones you mean it's like i swallowed Dude. one of those one of that bitch's molars on the way through or some shit like that <laughs> i believe say? the term would be viscera oh. yeah. dude like as soon as she stepped down off that curb i was like what's gonna happen is a car gonna yeah. mow her down and then next yeah. thing you know it's a train which was crazier because they hadn't even fully set up that was like your first introduction to like the a like, super yeah a super or a soup, or whatever they call it. That was a little... It was slightly different in the in the comics, if I remember. Brian, wasn't it like he threw a supervillain into her? Yeah. Uh, yeah, something? I think that's... Yeah, and because it, 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 the, the, it takes place in, I think it was in the UK. Uh, yeah. That's where that takes place, and at like a, a, a carnival or a festival or something. But the um, scene of him yeah. still holding her hands is... Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And then she's crushed up against the wall in the yeah. comic. Yeah. Damn. But then A-Train is, like, talking to the cops, and he's like, uh, sorry, can you deal with this? I gotta go. And then right. jets off. <laughs> and A-Train, A-Train is a, obviously a super speed character, like the Flash or Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, all the, uh, just about all the Justice League bigwigs have a representation yep. amongst <clears throat> amongst the main group of uh, superheroes called the Seven. Yeah. Which is such a fucking great concept. Yeah, like, and they're 
the, like each character, like Brian just said, the the Justice League uh, connection is there, and then like just to think about because the show is really pondering what do they do when they're not out in the field, basically. Uh, like that's the whole onus of the show. It's just fucking it, it, neat to see them at the Justice League like headquarters, like in the bathroom, Man. right? And not not just that, but also what do they do when they're actually like real? When they're actually right. not not the paragons of of morality that we see them as in the comics? But what would they be like in the real world? Because they're they're people with superpowers. They're not. And the answer. Not the answer gods. is uh, an, an ATM <laughs> and an entertainment uh, factory. Yes, because think of the potential marketing, like all yeah. of that ad ad revenue. They got TV shows. They got documentaries, movies, museums, like yeah. billboards, the video games. The idea, dude, just the just the general idea of that is fucking fascinating. So yeah. fascinating. Like I loved, I loved that. One of my favorite things is that part of the uh, like mythology within the show or lore or however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. But I just loved like what they did for that universe in terms of like, oh yeah, the they're movie stars. They're like the the ultimate celebrity essentially. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, A-Train has a race uh, against another speedster, and it's, you know, being talked about on SportsCenter, like, Mm -hmm. Mm because it would be, you know? (laughs) Right. And, like, I just, they all have, like, merch. They have, like, merch tables, like, they're professional wrestlers. Hmm. (laughs) Um, They do, like... Oh, God, the the con, the the, the little convention, the signing signing booths that, uh, that was in, like one of the mid-season episodes mm-hmm. uh, where it's like all the, the B-tier, you know, s- superheroes. <laughs> yeah. B-tier 7, you know? Or like retired ones. Yeah, yeah the, the ones that were on so Teenage cool. Kicks. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking cool. Uh, but, like, I guess it also plays into it, like, most of them are friggin' dicks. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. to the public or, eye, they're like these gods and these celebrities, but, like, behind closed doors... They're just a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah. They're like the I'm better than you because of X, Y, and Z. And they definitely definitely act like it. They're a- absolutely all considering Garbage like... People. Yeah. Uh, uh, Homelander at one point used the term mud people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. For for us. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they're at, at the very least, they're, they're at least like super cynical, like, um, like Maeve. Like super cynical. She's a total I've never bitch. heard anybody more cynical. <laughs> yeah, or just to the 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 wildest extreme that you can go with it is that Homelander is an outright sociopath. Uh, you know, basically a serial killer. Uh, yeah, or it can mur- be argued real, serial mass murderer. There we go. I do. I want to specify. He is definitely a sociopath. He has no remorse. He has no connection with humanity. That absolutely is a sociopath. Like he's completely aware of his surroundings. He's not having psychotic episodes. He's fully functioning. He's, yeah, he's just, just a he's real happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. Home You're the real like, heroes. You're the heroes. <laughs> oh my God. How many times did he actually that say that? A I bunch. He said that to like every group. Is hey, you're yeah, the real to, heroes here. To every to every police. Uh, yeah. Every police person, every military person, and every group of uh, of uh, plane passengers that he was about to kill. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Jesus. Um, yeah, Homelander just conceptually as a character 
is obviously like a cross between Captain America and Superman. Absolutely. But like, but like the injustice level Superman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where he's just like pissed off at the world for no reason. That's a well, good way to put it. Pretty good reason, I think, in yeah, Injustice. He's, he's Injustice Superman plus Captain America equals uh, a Trump rally. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like Amalgam oh. Universe super soldier at a Trump rally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So going off that, who is everyone's favorite character? <sighs> favorite character in the seven in the, or just no, favorite in character the, in, in the show? In the show. <laughs> wow. That's really tough because uh, they're all... They're all really good characters. Um, I have I have an answer. I have an answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character in the show, one hundred percent, was the character Mother's Milk or MM. Yeah. They called him. Oh them. yeah, Mother's Milk. Fucking loved that guy and yeah. that character and that portrayal. I loved it. That guy was my favorite immediately. He was really good at selling where his priorities were. And then he was like picking up the phone and on the phone with uh, his girlfriend. No, baby. No, no, no. It's fine. His, his wife. <laughs> yeah. When they were being all cute with each other on yeah. the phone and it's like he's in front of everybody and he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if you watch an episode of Downton Abbey, then I'm going to be an episode behind. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to say my favorite character is Annie, uh, a.k.a. Starlight. I don't know if I have to pick one um, because I really loved Butcher. I loved Huey. I, like Homelander for being just such a pure sociopath is so fascinating a character. Um, uh, Popclaw was great. Like so, there there are just so many great characters. But if I have to pick one, it would be Annie. Um, I thought that she had like the best arc um, yeah. throughout that season. Um, and I guess like because I can relate to her because I'm uh, what's called. And it's so melodramatic, but that's how the Catholic Church is. I'm a fallen Catholic. Um, mm. I had a very similar religious youth, super, super religious. And then, you know, as years go on, you're like, oh, huh. All right. And it just it was interesting to see that in her. Um, so, yeah, I, I and oh, uh, the actress uh, It's really interesting because I was like, where have I seen her from? It's like she was in Jessica Jones season one. Yep. Yeah, and oh then also, God. and then also, her media handler, the redhead, she was also in Jessica Jones season one. Yeah, she <laughs> I recognized, but yeah, she was. Oh my God, I, I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah, Erin Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. Moriarty. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was good. She was really good in this season. She was, she was yes. good in this show. Yeah, Andrew. Um, that that is a really tough question. Okay, Jordan. Um, yeah, <laughs> I. I really liked Huey, but I don't know. I think Frenchie was also great. Yeah, Frenchie. Uh, oh, Frenchie was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess I would have to go with Huey, just because his his arc just in this season, going from like timid kind of pushover to murderer. shooting people with a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> <He's> just <shooting>. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess probably Huey and Frenchie, but Butcher's great. I don't know. It's a tough call, man. Yeah. So for me, I think my favorite would be either uh, Butcher or Madeline Stilwell. Okay. Oh God. I really liked her performance and her portrayal of the character. That was a great fucking character. Great character. Because she had like layers to her. She wasn't like a a one-note villain. Yeah. Scumbag businesswoman. I I agree. Um, 
I couldn't like her like character because you know you're not supposed to, but I agree that she's she was a good character because you start off the show thinking that she's flirting with uh, Homelander, being mm-hmm. uh, the the main um, she she ran his account, she hand, she was his handler um, within within yeah. Vought, and <laughs> um, and then you get like you get further on, you're like, is it? Like flirtatious is she actually into him? And then outright, it's that no, she's just been fucking terrified of him, as anyone in that show should be. Yeah, uh, in that universe, it's Superman be. run amok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I and and I love that they went that like they actually had her say the words uh, before her exit, <laughs> mm. which was a fucking stellar scene. Yeah, yeah. Because that scene was so tense. It was. Because, like, almost immediately, um, Butcher doesn't have anything anymore. Right. And he's just kind of standing there. Right. <laughs> and we can see that. How... In Car- yeah. Yeah. Carl, Carl Urban's face. face plays that incredibly well. But also... Oh, fuck. <laughs> the, audience, the audience's knowledge of how easy it is for Homelander to murder someone from super far away or up close, depending on what you want, <laughs> uh, just makes that scene so much more heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what he's capable of and what he's willing to do. Yeah. yeah. I do like that Butcher's just goes, oh, well. Yep. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was so great. Um, But yeah, I mean, Homelander, there was the line about him like, because basically, Vought is a company that manages all of the heroes. Yeah. Like, of course, there would be some sort of crazy shell corporation around them, pushing them in certain directions to make the most money. Yeah. Right. Um, and and Homelander is constantly being given scripts and throwing them away, much like our president. And um, <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Be- deciding he knows what's the best thing to say. More than the corporate script bullshit that he's being given. And then a little bit later in the show, when she, I don't know if it's when she's trying to sell him on the script or what, but he just rubs in her face like, who thought of going with the cape for the, for the, uh, the flag for the cape? Yeah, that was early on. Yeah, Yeah. that was early on. But yeah. uh, That was just one of his, one of his like, see, I can do this. You want to be wear red? And I said the flag and you know, yeah. Yep fucking brilliant brilliant like little stuff like that because he cares more about his uh public image reputation than anyone mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, he, and he judges whether or not to save people on a if they die can they tell anyone before they die about right. how i was an asshole like <laughs> he, he and butcher kind of had the same philosophy for a minute where it was they've seen my face they gotta go yep right oh yeah no they're very they're very much um I mean, obviously, Butcher is out to get Homelander, uh, so they're 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 at odds on that. But they're also very much, you know, uh, dichotomy of each other. Yeah, they're like I, two yeah. different sides to a coin. Yeah, yeah. I thought it took like a little bit too long to get Butcher's uh, uh, motivation. Motivation. Mm. I feel like it took a little bit too long to get there because there was a certain point where I'm like, is he just bluffing about everything? <laughs> Like I'd like to like know ex- like what we're playing with here, being uh, six episodes into eight episodes, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm sort of depressed that nobody said Mesmer was their favorite character. <laughs> Look, Mesmer, uh, Mesmer was great, but he was only in like for an episode, <laughs> two and a half, maybe. No, yeah. I, I don't think he was. Oh. Like he 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 crossed into an, a second episode, but I believe like like total it was probably like one episode's worth of time. Like fucking Haley, fat Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yeah, no, he was that was a great character. But it's just so but. funny. It's just so funny that. <laughs> There's a fucking a fucking mind reading superhero, and he like it's well, like a complete carnival thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, yeah. He was he did a TV show. They like, met him uh, at Doogie the Hauser. Yeah. So Jordan, not not saying that he should or should not be in his uh, kid's life, but he said that he had read like basically, and she she didn't want him in her life. She, yep. She was just being polite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what made him go like, okay, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna yeah. risk getting killed by the boys and and try and you know get back into Vought's good graces. Oh and, man, that was uh, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, how did that end up for him? Uh, he met with the uh, ceramic lord. Ceramic <laughs> <laughs> lord. In a in Not a the series, toilet. <laughs> yeah, in a in a series of graphic violence and death. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that scene was a ma- major what the fuck yeah. because they could have cut away like five times. <laughs> oh yeah. Basically, uh, Butcher grabs Mesmer's face <laughs> and introduces it to the sink in the men's bathroom in the in the train station. I like before that when he's punching him, and each time he punches him, Mesmer sees like kind of a flashback to his yeah. wife. Yeah, that was and really he's like, cool. I can help, I can help you find her, and he's just like, mm, no, I'm gonna crush your face instead. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> so, what was uh, what was everyone's favorite scene? Holy oh shit! Oh man, I thought so. But not it's definitely not like my favorite. But one mm-hmm. of my favorite things that happened was uh, Huey getting himself intentionally arrested. Yeah, and being put into the oh, cell yeah. with Mother's Milk and Frenchie, and them being like, "So, what's the plan?" And he's like. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, French was like, never before has anyone throw their life away so, uh, so thoughtlessly. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like congratulating him, but also being condescending. Fucking, uh, that was such a great. And then he's like, I brought my retainer. Oh yeah, my, they thought it was a permanent bridge, and they can't get it out. <laughs> and they're fucking punching him in the face. <laughs> Such a great fucking scene. Well, it was just Mother's Mug's like, all right, man, I'm going to get it out of your mouth. I'm going to count to three, all right? One, and then just fucking box him right in the face. <laughs> um, I would have so to go with the scene on the airplane. Oh, with fuck. Homelander and Maeve. That was brutal. I thought that was such a well-put-together sequence. Like, blew my yeah. brain. Just the 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 way he immediately gives up, and he's just like, yeah. "All right, well, fuck him." But like, it just made me think: how many times has Superman done that? Just said, fuck "Oh yeah, it. no, yeah, no." He absolutely could have just flown from beneath the plane and then just lifted it. He just didn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> right. This was it's such a great peer into his character because he he so carelessly kills the terrorist in the cockpit that it endangers yep. everyone on the plane. They didn't he could have just pinpoint done it, but he just was like, fuck this guy and fuck everyone on this plane. You know. Yeah, he like he like full blown Cyclops optic beamed it instead and, of just like a quick little spit. <laughs> like. and, and and so I watched it a second time um, over the past week. Um 
the gr- not the great, but the, the really interesting thing about that is on second viewing, because he already has his plan in motion. Right. He you know that's Sitwell's plan is because she doesn't know about his plan, but it's Sitwell's right. plan to have them rescue the plane and then get into the military that way. He's already got his plan in motion, so he really doesn't give a fuck what yeah, her plan right. is. That's why he's just willing to do her stupid corporate bullshit. Yeah. All these mud people on the plane, they can fuck off, you know. Mm. Um, but the way that people. he snaps, everybody get the fuck back. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just screaming at them. I was like, holy shit. I really hope. He's um, terrifying. I hope he's Anthony, I think scary. his name's Anthony Starr. Um, he's the, the actor. I've never seen him in anything before that I'm aware of. Um, he's Homelander. I hope mm-hmm. he gets like an Emmy nomination because I think he probably did the best acting job because he goes from when they had the episode where he was, um, where they were trying to do the, not the reality show, but the, oh, the documentary. Yeah, it, was a, it was basically right. Yeah. A documentary show. Um, and he goes from being on camera to being off camera Homelander. Like I, I chilling. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm, I must have missed it, but I there was an issue when he's filming that commercial. There's a blanket on the bed. It was the blanket that he had when he was uh, an infant in the lab. Oh, so it was actually his blanket, actually, and he didn't want to see it. His yeah. actual blanket, and and, okay. and some some someone on the, the production team thought it would be a good idea to put that there. What, fucking Ricky or Randy or something? <laughs> Rick, Ricky set deaf or something like that. Like, <laughs> fucking yeah, asshole. Set, set deck. Um... So my favorite scene. So it was. I, I really had to think because there were th- there were three scenes that I really loved. It was the first was the f- the fight between um, Butcher and Huey and uh, Translucent. Oh, that um, was my god. That yeah. was so fucking great fighting the Invisible Man. Like that's so, and that the the special effects were done so well. I wasn't sure it was going to look good, but then once the spits blood on him, I'm like, oh, this looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, that was really good. And then when Kamiko first gets out. Um, when they first find Kamiko and uh, they Frenchie lets her out and then the her captors show up and she <laughs> she takes one of the guy's eyeballs, crushes him into his head and then snaps his neck and then goes and then punches uh, a guy so hard that his stomach explodes. And then another guy walks in, sees that and then just shoots himself in the, in the head <laughs> rather than rather than getting killed by her. I thought that was great. But I uh, the best the best scene is when. M.M. and Butcher are finding out Vought's dirty little secret uh, that... At the hospital? At the hospital, that under the guise of a polio vaccine, that for the past 50 years, Compound V has been put into random or maybe not so random kids. um, And the baby... (laughs) The baby with the the blue laser beams. Yeah, and then, the, then a, a fucking security crew shows up with automatic weapons, and Butcher's just like, "Watch this, mate!" And then <laughs> just grabs the baby and oh, because it's it's horrifying and hilarious all at the same time. I, I loved it. Yeah, he literally uses a baby as a weapon to uh-huh. eviscerate three people. Beautiful. That's awesome. <laughs> um, fuck, man. There's two. All of those scenes are great. Um. I don't know. There was a lot of... I, I don't think I can even pick one. I liked a lot of the quiet moments, the really intense ones, like especially between Huey and um, and Butcher. Uh, whenever Homelander was there, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. He it was genuinely like, 
uneasy just him being around um black noir was great <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that he was just and we got a really and we got a cool superhero fight scene between him and uh kamiko yeah, yeah. that was the good female yeah when he yeah <laughs> uh fucking homelander calls the seven or the remaining seven into the room and he's like but you, you Black Noir, you're doing great. Keep it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You've all been fucking up, except you, Black Noir. <laughs> yeah. I want this motherfucker who doesn't say a fucking word the entire time. And he starts playing the piano, and I, I don't. I want to see more of him. Oh, I'm. I have no doubt that we're going to get more of him. Yeah. They've got. A, they've got a plan for a character like that. He's. He's their Batman. Yeah. He's. He's their Batman and their Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Because in GI Joe, Snake Eyes never says a fucking word, and that's so. That's why I knew like. At least that, and even his his design with the like yeah, how he looks is very Snake Eyes ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I I will say also another runner up for best scene was that last scene. Um, well, the, the the next to last scene at Sitwell's home because it was. I love how they shot it. It was all in the dark. Uh, certain things are lit up just right, you know, so you can see Butcher's face, you know. But it was very, it was very comic book reminiscent. Yeah. yeah, it felt like it was pulled out of a comic. That that's probably my favorite scene. Okay. No, just the tension building in that, and then the eventual payoff, <sighs> and just the, well, we're all fucked now. Yeah. Kind of aspect to the end of it. Yeah, I'd say that was my favorite scene. So for a show that starts off with a such a what the fuck moment of you know, his girlfriend getting. <clears throat> pasted in front of him uh it had an even more what the fuck ending to the season it did and i loved it yeah i not absolutely fucking loved it i will say out of all the twists that have i've ever seen in a tv show that's probably the hardest twist i've seen yeah jordan what were you saying because what it the way that it was shot and set up you could see his heartbreak in that moment. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, what the fuck? Because that was basically the last few years of his life has been being yeah. a, a renegade, uh, trying to kill superheroes, and just like a criminal, basically. For nothing. Yeah. He's burned so many bridges, and the one person that he thought he could trust and was closest with is just like still alive. Yeah. Yeah, and she also was not uh raped by Homelander. Well, we don't know that. No, we do. She was in there for 3 hours. Again, we don't know that. And she left of her own accord. But you're again assuming that we don't know we do not know that for sure. We do not. Well, you're, I'm going to I'm willing to go out on a limb and say she was not raped by Homelander. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the way, already the way Homelander two, so. the way the way Homelander talked about it in the last scene seemed like he might have raped her. <laughs> the way he talked was very much like, yeah, I don't believe a word he's fucking saying. Uh, I, I, I will I'm, say oh. another another favorite scene of mine mm-hmm. uh, was a train at Huey's house. Ooh, yeah, that oh, was good. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And I loved That's... I loved it when Kamiko shows up and just break that motherfucker's yeah. leg. Because <laughs> I really like at that point I had no idea how he was getting out of that. Yeah, really. Like there was no I don't think there was any hint whatsoever that he brought anybody with him. Well, he still had he had the V, so he still had that as leverage. But yeah, it looked like A Train was gonna 
go after him anyway. <laughs> yeah, it just it seemed like it seemed like yeah, because it looked like the only thing he brought was that, and that was his last hope for running out of there alive. Right. So like when she drops down from the, the air conditioner vent or whatever, yeah. you're like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and then she fucking was a crowbar. It was like a. I think it was a pipe or something. Oh my God. She snaps his leg and then you're like, oh, they're going to cut away. And then you just see the bone. (laughs) Dude, she completely destroyed his fucking leg. And it took him how long to recover? Like maybe a day? 72 hours. Yeah. Something like, well, because of the compound V. Yeah. Whew. Uh, Pulling an entire train. Let's talk about, let's talk about the moment you really want to talk about, Rob. Pop <laughs> she uh she kills a man yep uh would uh, you say so, he was a dirty pig that she killed uh, I, I know that she would <laughs> um <laughs> uh, well no so so Popclaw is like a train's clandestine girlfriend and yeah. she clearly used to be one of the heroes but now she's not anymore she wasn't one of the seven she was in the teenage kicks which was what a train mesmer her and a couple others were in oh okay yeah the so like their young justice or whatever titans. yeah, yeah. Teen titans perfect um so so a train is secretly dating her and he keeps promising her that he's gonna reveal it to everyone so they could be together <laughs> in public <laughs> Uh, which I thought was just a fucking hilarious because like clearly he's never gonna do that no. for you, but okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, their relationship's really fucked up. They do Compound V together, and she got rip shit on Compound V, and uh, crushed her landlord's head with her ass in a sexual fashion first. Yep. Sprayed his brains all over the room. And she didn't even realize it immediately. And she had no idea, which is the part that fucked me up the worst. <laughs> and she was, really she was just kind of like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> she finished yeah. and then realized. <laughs> and she was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it's a really progressive show. <laughs> and then immediately afterward, the boys come in and are like, all right. <laughs> yeah, like they were watching the entire time. The second like, time they didn't save crush somebody. crush his fucking head in? What yeah. was the plan? Huey's like, Could we, should, we, should we do something? Like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? He's like, Butcher's right. Like, come on. You're, you're not going to do anything to save that. Like, you say, like, you can't get across the street, into the house, all that. And, up the yeah. steps, it, through the door, in ten seconds. <laughs> but um, it was just amazing. interesting because you got to see that from Huey's perspective where he's like, we got to do something. We got to do something. Right. Right. So that was interesting the way that was happening at the same time. Yeah. I just, like, for a what-the-fuck moment in a TV show, like, that's got to be up there. That was actually in the the, the, re- the the first trailer I saw, the Red Band trailer. And I w- so when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, so that's what that is. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I didn't see it's that a, one, It's I a guess. quick snippet that's in the, of his brain popping out. Like, that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking Popclaw. Which is a great fucking name. Yeah. 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 She was like their X twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to ask of the seven, who is your favorite of the seven? Fucking Homelander. <laughs> Just um, love to hate him. I will say, who I, I got two answers because one I've got who is the funniest, and I, I want to say overall like with the with the show I thought it was gonna be a lot like a. 
I'm not saying the show wasn't funny, but from the trailer, I thought it was going to be more of a comedy because they yeah. put a lot of the comedy into the trailer. And it's it's not, and that's not a bad thing. It's just no, but it's definitely not. A it's comedy. definitely not a comedy. Yeah. But the majority of the comedy of the show comes from the deep. And, oh my god! <laughs> and I first, whoever the actor is, he did a great job with that role. Chase Chase Crawford. Okay, uh, he was on um, uh, either I think it's either Gossip Girl or Pretty Little Liars. I don't remember which one it is. I think it's Gossip Girl. Okay, um, he did such a great fucking job with that role and. All the different fucking moments he was talking to different things like lobsters and uh, <laughs> oh. the the dolphin that he stole stole from Ocean Land. Oh man, just that was such an awkward scene. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh, but it was so fucking great. Um, he's like, I told and of you, course, we'll figure that out in the future. And and, and every yeah. time it's it's for naught because the the dolphin died, the lobster <laughs> died, like. Um, and then Dude, also that, uh, the lobster thing was fucking <laughs> hysterical. Yeah, no, no, not that one. That guy over there. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said that's my guy. Um, and then he fucking he, he like winks like, at no, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> he like winks at him and gives him a thumbs up right before he kills it. Right. <laughs> fucking amazing and just, the best part is we don't know anything that's said on the other side exactly yeah. i loved the conversation because he's like oh how'd you get there <laughs> tell me about it like what what, what, <laughs> what could he have said that you would relate to <laughs> like uh but i do have a theory i think that he's uh he's gonna be a villain in the next yeah, season definitely okay i just want to make sure that I wasn't the only one reading that so no i definitely i definitely took that how that ended with him becoming the uh the super villain also, that Homelander didn't expect. Yeah. Also, yeah. so grossed out by his fucking gills and the way Ugh. that oh his rape scene, his yeah, his, he, his rape scene. Yes, good God, holy shit! He in turn is sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by just some fucking girl from Sandusky. <laughs> from Sandusky. Yeah. By the way, one which of the... I think might have been the most understated commentary <laughs> in that sequence. Um. Was it's just some random girl from Ohio, which means it could be anybody. Yeah. <laughs> one of the Fucking greatest hell, lines. Man. One of the greatest lines of the whole thing is uh, his handler in Sandusky was, "Hey, we're not some we're not some shit heap like Akron." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not like that shithole Akron, and they just starts, like it's some kind of big inside joke they have in Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> or that everybody knows like every Ohioan is aware that Akron is a shit heap. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so for comedic relief, he's my favorite. But yeah, Homelander is definitely, um, definitely the the most compelling of all of them, just because he's such a fucking psych uh, sociopath. Yeah. Mm. And and Queen Maeve is just it's so it's just depressing. Yeah, yeah. That she's like she even says like yeah I used to be ju-, when she's talking to Starlight like I used to be just like you and young and idealistic and the world just fucking broke her and now she's this cynical asshole that lets a plane full of people die. Yeah, and it's just stone faced like the entire time. Yeah, about everything almost. Yeah, she's so numb to it now. And that's how I, and that's the the fucked up thing is like, that's how I read Wonder Woman. Like when I read Wonder Woman in Justice League books or her own, she's very much that character that's just unbothered by everything and wants to go home. Just Hmm. uh, world weary, kind of. Yeah. Just like, well, she can't even bother to be angry anymore. Yeah. Hmm. I love that. It's an interesting commentary on Wonder Woman. That's, yeah. 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 
I hope that's they, how I read it. I mean, anyway, they obviously her she's around, so they'll do more with her. But I hope they do more with her. You know, not just not just have her in the next season, but do more with her. Well, she might be one of their only chances to actually go against Homelander. Yeah, because she's so shown you know super strength and a, a level of invulnerability. Right, getting shot point blank by a machine gun. Yeah. So hopefully she joins up with the They've boys all, at some point. It seems they all have that, at least in the seven. But it seems like all the com- uh, the Compound V superheroes have super strength and um, yeah. bu- they're bulletproof. Because fucking Annie took two uh, M uh, M eighty two sniper rifle like those are fifty cal <laughs> bullets that she took, and she was like just a little winded. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw that from like that close. I mean, I was. She was like, "Oh, she's really strong and powerful." But as soon as you see that, you're like, "Oh, you really shouldn't piss her off, should you?" Yeah. <laughs> um, she's the uh, she's the Supergirl, obviously. Yeah, but like we an actual seen, good person. We haven't seen A Train take a bullet, but I would assume that he probably would be bulletproof as well. But we don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, he got well. I guess because Kamiko has got super strength. So right. That's how she broke his leg. Right. How cool was it to see Simon Pegg? Yeah. As Huey's yeah. dad. There's a character in the comic book. I think it, it's, it's Huey. Huey. It is Huey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that Huey looks, is, is fashioned after him. Yeah. Is is fashioned entirely after him. Yeah. Because yeah. when I picked up the book, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. That's just Simon Pegg. But so it's like now when they've you, done Samuel L. You, Jackson and now Simon Pegg. We got the. <laughs> it's like when you pick up Wanted and you see that, you know, Wesley's based yeah. off of Eminem, and it's really uh, off-putting because it's like exactly Eminem. <laughs> yeah, it's not. They're not even trying. No, uh, Simon Pegg was actually supposed to play Huey whenever this got developed, but because it was in development, he's, he's a little a little too old. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they just made him his dad, which was still really cool that they were able Definitely. to include him. Yeah. Well, because wasn't there a movie in the works for a long time? Yeah. That just, I guess, uh, just never went anywhere, but... I'm glad they yeah. went with the series. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because there's so much more that you can flesh out in a series than a two-hour movie. Oh, dude, the, I just thought of all the cameos that are in it. Like, such great cameos. Like, Billy Zane as himself in the Popclaw movie. Um, yeah. Seth Rogen, you know, shows up as working with Black <laughs> Noir on whatever movie in the, in the VCU. Yeah, which is not the Virgi- Virginia Commonwealth University; it's the 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 Vought <laughs> Cinematic Universe. <laughs> uh, Jim Beaver from Supernatural uh, was in this as like one of the uh, generals that Sitwell was talking to. Oh, okay. I thought that was cool. So, what do you uh, what are your theories for what happens now at the end? Now that that um, Homelander has kept Butcher alive to show him his ex-wife, his still wife, whatever, with Homelander's eight-year-old child. His presumed dead wife. His presumed dead wife, yes. With uh, Homelander's eight-year-old kid. Who has the laser vision. Yes. That he has. And and just a general Hitler youth look about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a real, got a real uh, SS vibe off that little kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's, he is straight from Deutschland. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> For me, <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know if it would be next season if it's unless it's only gonna have two seasons. But whatever, whatever the, whenever, whatever the the end of Homelander, whenever that is, I feel it has to be like, like like with Superman, how he's uh, vulnerable to pretty much only two things: kryptonite and magic. Um, 
or you know, uh, Red Sun. Um, mm-hmm. So three things. But uh, I feel like probably the only thing that can hurt Homelander is Compound V. So I would think that whatever Maybe. whatever it is, it's going to have to be either Maeve or it's going to have to be um, Starlight. Someone using like Compound V on the edge of a spear or something. I don't know, but... That's my theory. I don't know if that's going to happen next season or the season after, but or however many seasons. But I have no idea what I have no idea what they're going to do after that scene. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm. I don't know where that you was the the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers. Because I mean, fucking uh, Mother's Milk and Frenchie escape with Kamiko. You last time you see Starlight and Huey, they're trying to revive A Train, who oh who just had a heart attack from going into withdrawal from from uh, V. Um, and then we got Butcher and Homelander after the explosion, and pretty sure the only person that really died in that explosion was a uh, a baby. Yep. <laughs> Which is crazy to think. Yeah. But, unless that baby is a Compound V baby. Mm-hmm. Any any other thoughts on uh, the boys? Uh, I, I, I finished watching it, and then I sat there. And the realization dawned on me that we have to wait till probably next summer to finish the, or at least continue the series. And I got yeah. real, real upset. Because <laughs> I was so <laughs> captivated by the end. I'm like, oh, well, that was a hell of a build. Are we talking like pouty upset or that you started throwing things around the room upset? Um, I threw things around the room while pouting. Oh. Ooh. It was, oh. it was, a, it was Rear really, combo. it was adorable. It was. <laughs> I weep for Michelle. Um, one of uh, one of the one of the things coming out of the show for me uh, was, I mean, I guess I was thinking about it earlier on, but how how ineffectual Translucent is <laughs> as a hero, oh, yeah. other than the fact he could be invisible sometimes. Well, he's also he's really not capable of anything. He's indestructible, technically. Right. Well, well <laughs> but he's not even ninety nine percent. But he's not even like. Uh, I don't know. He's not like a hero. Like he doesn't have anything. He just can be invisible and is indestructible. Well, he can't be anything anymore. No. <laughs> and why is that? Well, because they put a bunch of C four up his ass and blew him up. By that? the way, how great was the fucking soundtrack throughout the? Oh, the that's that was awesome. That's what I wanted to say. I think I didn't. I, I said that to you guys that I couldn't believe how good the soundtrack was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh like, my God. Bu- when when Frenchie's character is introduced in the second episode, there's a bunch of like hardcore French rap. Like, yeah, yeah it was great. Um, but it is funny. Like Cherry Bomb plays at the end of the, ep- uh, the second episode when Huey <laughs> blows up, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't think help but think of Guardians. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, that's such. Oh a, yeah, that song is yeah. It, that song is forever. Yeah. yeah, connected to that movie because of that scene. Yep. But um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just the Bill- blowing. <laughs> The idea that they had Translucent in a cage so they knew where he was, and the only way that they could think to penetrate his skin, skin was to physically penetrate him with C4 up his ass. Yeah. Um, oh, and something that we learned about Translucent that they don't really expand on too much was that he actually had a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Remember, oh, like, wow. Starlight mentions it, and Huey kind of has his moment of, like, oh, shit, one that's of his, right. like, panic attacks. Yeah. Yeah, So that's we're right. definitely, we're totally going to find out that. more of that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they address that again. Man, I really loved Huey. But, He's such a great character. Yeah. And just the fact that nobody gives him any credit 
well, he's a great, yeah. he's a great everyman, yeah. you know, and he's a great yeah. portal for the audience since we too are powerless, you know, in a lot of different ways. But did <laughs> him, uh, like, hacking mostly. the computer, <laughs> like, he constantly would impress people. Yeah. Because yeah. they'd underestimate him. Each each person in The Boys, he had a moment to impress yeah. them. Right. Um, I loved it. Um, I'm really glad that it is going to get have a second season. Uh, I don't know if Amazon Prime releases, quote-unquote, ratings. Um, but the fact that it's getting a second season uh, and they announced it so soon after the first season came out, I think they got a, a lot of viewership for it. Um, I saw several friends on my Facebook, on my very small amount of friends in in Facebook talking about it. So I think it got pretty good saturation. Um, so it's got an eight point eight on IMDb. That's great. Good. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to the second season. Uh, and I, I this is this is a, a, a season of of TV that I would watch over again. Uh, I've, I've watched it yeah. twice now, and I would definitely watch it again because it's. The, the, what comedy is there is hilarious, and what drama is there is really good. Yeah, I, if well, I would just I hope they do more. I know it's not really the point of the of the show, but I would like more super battles, like we got between Black Noir and Kamiko and, oh, and A Train and Starlight and things I, like that. So that's one theory that I, I guess I forgot to say. Like we're definitely getting that. Like the fact that Homelander's plan of having supervillains now all over the world pop up, you know, super terrorists, whatever you want to call them. That one that we saw was just the first, and there are going to be others. Right. That's going to be a huge thing in the next season. Absolutely. Because he's, he's probably going to need help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's how does that guy ask for fucking help? Right. No, but I loved uh, it. I thought the funny moments were genuinely funny. The tense moments were very tense. Um, they were handled with a lot of care as far as the way to build the tension, be it the camera work, the editing, all that stuff. Like the scene when uh, Huey is exiting Popclaw's apartment and A-Train mm-hmm. is getting there. Oh, oh, man. And they have to pass <laughs> each other. Oh. He just gets uh, right in his face. It also, I think the show also, most likely deliberately, but... Um, definitely used like Zack Snyder's palette. Yes, hmm. I noticed it did that, have a lot. that. It did have. It the had feel. that that real like didn't... gritty dark vibe. I didn't notice it, that. Hmm. It reminded um, me of like a like a like a early night or early two thousands kind of action yeah. flick where everything is kind of like a grayish green look. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, one of my one of my favorite things. Uh, about it was finding out that Homelander was not just staring at a photo of his face. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Uh, Such a fucking creep. Because yeah. to that point, I'm like, dude, maybe this guy's really an alien. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah is he so fucking? He's weird? the Martian Manhunter of the uh... <laughs> right. He's so fucking strange. Yeah. So when you find out that he's actually looking through the wall, you're like, oh, okay. But nobody really knows, I guess, that he's doing that, so it looks like he's staring Who at a photo. Who the fuck's going to get on him about it? They're all yeah, terrified right. of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Homelander, what you doing? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going now. The way that he would use his red eyes to threaten him. Oh, yep. Dude. Because that's what Superman scene, would do. Yeah. Or, like, the whole scene when he's uh, he went to the whatever, we're in the Middle East, and he was Syria. taken out. 
thank you, when he was taking out everybody in the uh, the factory and all you could see was his glowing red eyes in the darkness. Oh. That was like a something out of a fucking horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. And he like and he fucking cuts the one dude's legs off and is like sadistically torturing him and crushes his ugh. Andrew, would you yeah. say that that was almost spooky? So the sound wave on that looked cool. I'll just say to anyone who's listening to this uh, who hasn't seen it, sorry we spoiled you on everything, but go see it. Uh, go, oh, yeah, go watch it. Alert. Yeah, go watch it. It's really good. You get um, Carl Urban, Urban saying, well, 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 a lot. Um, <laughs> and he'll follow yeah. that up with like, if it isn't the invisible cunt or something like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll say cunt a lot super, too. So. Super thick Cockney accent, yeah. like a cartoonishly oh, God, so, thick Cockney accent. Yeah, but it's so great. He's, he yeah. pulls it off. Oh, I especially love the way that they do the cold opens. Yeah. 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 And just the stylistic choice. I thought that was so cool. So my, interesting. My, How is the graphic going to fit on the screen? I kept right. asking myself. My favorite one was when uh, Billy Joel's big shot kicked in. What a great show, man. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Can't wait. It was a dude. Season. It was such a fantastic watch. Um, it's super entertaining from start to finish. I don't think that there was an episode that I uh, started to get comfortable on my couch and dozed off to. I think I, I was up and ready for this for the entire run of the show. Definitely. So, yeah, we're definitely getting a second season mm-hmm. of The Boys. So we can't wait to check that one out. Yeah. Um, Carl, he- Carl Urban posted a picture on his Instagram of just as like filming filming for season two or whatever and he's just drenched in blood oh wow <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. oh jesus <laughs> that's great that's a great tease <laughs> yeah yeah all right uh so for pop cannon this has been episode 25 god tune in for our episode 26 and hopefully the rest of them <laughs> so i'm jordan i have been robert i'm andrew I'm Brian. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. If it isn't the end of the podcast. There we go. <laughs> Got it. Have you seen the Amazon original series, The Boys? If you haven't, did our review get you interested enough in checking it out? If you have, how'd we do? Did you enjoy it as much as we did? How about the performances overall? Who was your favorite of the seven? Have you ever read, or tried to read, Andrew, the original comic book series? If you're following us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at PopCannon, you have likely seen that we are running a greatest superhero tournament to decide who is the greatest superhero of all time. The criteria are completely up to you. So definitely follow us if you're not already so you can participate. Share and vote. This kind of stuff is only successful because of awesome listeners like you. And don't forget the K and Canon. It's what makes us special. And if you enjoy our takes and want to show us some love individually, I, Robert, can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Yesball. Jordan is on Instagram and Twitter at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Instagram at Android Skeleton and Twitter at Flavored underscore Red. And Brian can be found this week as long as you promise to keep it down. 
he got a gig as a babysitter in the city for this high-profile businesswoman who had asked he stay the night because she had some high-profile businesswoman stuff to do. He had just put the baby down and began to nod off himself. He awoke to the sound of a British man calling everyone a cunt. He had no idea what was going on. Then he heard his employer shout, Homelander, put the baby down. Oh shit, Brian thought to himself, I fucking love Homelander, he's my favorite. Somewhat excited, he gathered himself and headed down the stairs, wiping the sleep from his eyes. When he's just about to walk into the kitchen to introduce himself, he watches on in horror as his hero melts his employer's skull with his laser vision. Brian quietly grabbed his coat, his glasses case, and slowly shuffled out the door. He was just about to his car when the entire house exploded. He swiftly put his car in reverse and drove away, saddened, because not only is he fairly certain everyone in that room is dead, but now he's out of a job. Now that's what I call a sticky situation. There you have it. Next up, we have an episode reviewing the film Brightburn, which we decided perfectly satiates our comic book sensibilities while providing some spooky season scares. <laughs>